Welcome to the Jagoff Hour. Um, I just wanted to say thanks for tuning in to this week's Jagoff Hour. It's been a minute since we've uploaded anything at all. Uh, lately, life's been messy. It's been beautiful. I've been getting ready for fights. And I love it. I have a great life. And I love the life I enjoy. And on this episode of the Jagoff Hour... Me and Izzy, the anomaly, the man, the myth, the legend, we're going to be going over how to really get started in fighting. Uh, and yeah, one of the most important things you can do as a fighter. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope this is a great start to your week. And thank you again for all the support. Now I've been at the gym for three years as of like the September like 30th yeah. or some shit. I feel like I got all the way up to an in-house competition and maybe even a PKB before COVID cut off, but I may be wrong about that. The PKB wasn't until after COVID. It wasn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you were there for the first one when I just got like demolished and you fought Christian in the last round. I didn't fight Christian in that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. That was. It was, the, it was at eight points. Oh, yes. Oh, the ever, PKB. Yes. PKB. Yeah. <laughs> like, eight points. Right? I didn't fight Christian. You did, bro. Yeah, you you went up against some other big dude, and then, no, Christian had a match. He had that one dude who would just catch a kick and yep. sweep, and we were like, Christian, just stop catching kicks, and he just pieces the dude yeah, up. Just, just, like, stop, just stop throwing kicks, yeah. <laughs> but he did, he did fuck him up. Yeah. No, that was a good event, man. I got clinched up and learned the value of being able to clinch, and ever since then, I've been untouchable at the clinch game. But that's Fuck, how you, man. That's you how really you have are. to learn your lessons, bro. I got decked. Like, my ribs were legitimately bruised at the end of that PKB. Yeah, yeah, so. I got a picture with bruising on the front of my shit. Just because yeah. it was like, womp, 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 That shit was. I remember that, bro. That was clinch, fucking. Clinch and skip need me for like 20 seconds, 30 seconds straight. I didn't know what to do. And you were wearing that little, like, uh, the, the bandana on your super long hair. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was like this skull one or some shit. And I was like, this man is really getting murdered right now. Uh, uh, dude. You gotta that, get beat the fuck up sometimes. Bro, now. I'm glad it was early. Because uh, I came back immediately to a belt fight. Where, where I got the PKB belt. The green one. That was my next PKB. It was my next two matches. Oh my god, bro, the progression, like, yeah, that was, what, two years ago? I don't know, because that was when you were making your debut. It was, was the next event that I went to. The start of 2021, that's when that, the Green Belt event happened. Your yeah. first uh, PKB, that was the end of 2020, like that October. Uh-huh. Uh, or, no, it was, it was that November, because, dude, that November I went from fucking, uh, I went to one PKB on, like, November 10th to, like, fucking, uh, like, Charleston Muay Thai or whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. And the dude was a dick, uh, there, kinda, and, like, I could see it, but I I didn't think much of it because I hadn't been, like, exposed to the world. Uh, long story short, bro, I had that event. Uh, that I kind of got beat up in. It was my second one. This is the first one I went against. And for those that don't know, like we're talking about, like a PKB, like IKF PKB. It, it it's uh it's a promotion, a group that runs it. 
it's a promotions like way to get beginners better at Muay Thai. It's called a uh, a semi contact kickbox or like point Muay Muay Thai. Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. It's uh, a PKB is for point kickboxing, but they have point Muay Thai sparring. It's just it's a sparring round. So you'll go two rounds if the winner or if somebody gets both of the two rounds then they automatically win because there's no knockouts so there's no reason for a third round at that point but if it goes to a split then they'll give you a like basically a sudden death round and whoever can push the hardest in that last round would win the whole event so uh yeah it's pretty cool. It's a really good like learning stage before you go into full contact and possibly get knocked out because you don't know something, you know. So it's definitely a good thing to do. Yeah, dude. I I really thought I was ready for a fight like the first time I was getting ready for a PKB, and yeah. then I get in the PKB and I was like, I got beat up. <laughs> I got beat up, and they they couldn't even throw as hard as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my first guy, he was launching fucking shots mm-hmm. like. I, it was right before Rona started, uh, like February 29th, because it was a skip, a jump year, 2020, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, but leap year. I leap year. There we yeah, go. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it was a leap year. So it was February 29th, and we went down to Myrtle Beach, the same hotel, the Landmark Resort. Yeah. Uh, and the first dude I went against was, like, some big YouTube dude's, like, pride and joy. Uh, the, the fucking Icy Mike's guy. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't even train with Icy Mike anymore. But that's where he came up through. And, bro, man had some hands, bro. Like, he had 40 pounds on me, sure. But his fucking hands were solid. They were quick. They were solid. Yeah. Uh, but every time you throw a punch, I throw a kick. And it was <laughs> like, I, I got boxed the fuck up, but I hurt, <laughs> I hurt his belly. It was, it was cool. I still follow that guy on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him since, which is crazy, but he like, he went to like boxing or something, bro. And he got like a big belt, like a box. Long story short, bro. Uh, first PKB, I got beat up. Second PKB, bro, I didn't get beat up as bad. Or I don't even think I got beat up. Like, I just, I was sloppy. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, I mean, even that's the same for me. Even though I came from, like, my first PKB was, like, a flat loss in two rounds where I just got whooped up. Even though they thought it should have gone to a third round. Mm-hmm. But, um... The second one was, like, a pretty good back and forth in, like, the first match for the for the belt. Like, I think we went all three rounds, me and this little, like, uh, Hispanic kid. I don't remember his name. I didn't follow him or anything like that. But and we was, occasionally still remember, see him, bro. Yeah. You remember him. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know his name. I, I wish I could ask him. But, uh. If I see him, maybe I will at one of these events. But, like, anyways, me and him had a great match. That was the one in Georgia. He was, like, a respectful opponent at the end of it and all that. And then um, 
I think the next match, I was kind of getting whooped up by this dude and his fancy spinning techniques, <laughs> and I really didn't know. The spinning dude. back kick kid. Bro, the spinning back kick kid hit me with probably 30 of those in the ribs, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> God. But, yeah, basically, my coaches got me the advice that I needed to handle it, which was just to step into the kicks while he was spinning so that he didn't have the range anymore, and... Uh, after that happened, I think at one point I hit him with, like, one really crucial knee, and he, like, buckled, almost fell from the knee, and um, after that it was... The sidelines went crazy, after bro. After that, it was, it was cooked, bro. Like, I remember that he shit. He had nothing left. Like, once you figured out that dude, that dude knew nothing about clinch, and you yeah. started just landing knees, he started, like, he was just balling up, and he was giving up, like, he'd walk off the mat, uh-huh. you remember that? Like, yeah. Uh, just so the ref would break it up, and mm-hmm. uh, that shit was funny as hell. Like, I don't know, dude, that was a great event. It was great because he was super confident and, like, acting like a dick in the first round yes. before the fight. He just, um, just kind of took it, though, the first round, though. And, yeah, I just kind of, like, ate all the spinning kicks to the ribs. Didn't he get tired? That nobody thought were hard, but da- them things they were They look gnarly, bro. Them things were cracking. Um, but I was like, nah, I'm not fucking buckling to your shit, bro. Never. I would never. You also went like against me. Christian, like, your very first yeah, time doing Yeah, it's not like time. me, bro, um, to buckle against any man's fucking kicks. But... Anyways, after I hit him with that one rib, he couldn't say the same thing. Like, one knee to <laughs> rib. Yeah. Just hit him with that one rib. Crazy. Um, yeah. But no, man, it was a good event. And I was, it was really cool to see the progression between absolutely getting your ass beat and then being able to come back and beat two guys in one day. Like, it's really nice. You, you, like, when you first came to the gym, bro, because I remember you, like, you were in the background, kind of, and, like, you came to the gym, and I remember your long-ass hair and your bandana, and then I remember you training a little bit before COVID, and then I suddenly saw you after COVID, and you started training, and you, like, something looked different, like, you could definitely tell something had changed in that, like, gap. Yeah. And then I saw you go against, like, we did our first in-house tournament, and you were in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was you and Christian for the final round. And, and you... that wasn't before COVID? That no, no, that was after first... COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's so, yeah, the time I'm building. My conception was all fucked up. But, yeah, no, I thought that was, like, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. But that was my first ever sparring experience was against like uh levi and then christian yeah because we had that in-house tournament and it was like a lot of people's first time doing anything and i cooked up levi um and then christian i forgot it was levi too too powerful yeah because they matched us up by like how tall you were not (laughs) weight ish weight ish no not at all weight ish because i would have been in the other group back then i was like maybe 155 yeah at that point and okay, Christian yeah. was like big Christian before he had cardio. <laughs> he was jacked as fuck, bro. He was probably like two twenty or some shit. Two twenty five, bro. Come on. Two twenty five. It's Christian, bro. Two twenty five. I'm feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love Christian, bro. He's, he's awesome, man. We gotta have him back on the podcast too. 
Yeah, his episode got fucked up. Yeah, dude, that car episode, the very last episode of the podcast that I put up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, before we had the joy <laughs> of carrying that fucking front desk into the new gym. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, essentially, like, if you're a beginner at Muay Thai or anything, kickboxing or even boxing, the IKF has, like, areas, they have locations, like, the East Coast, the West Coast, they, like... It's all split up and there's a bunch of little divisions. Long story short, it's a great way for people to get experience without the risk of getting completely knocked out. Mm. Uh, and I think it's huge for the benefit of just anybody, like just trying to get better or figure out if even if they want to do fighting. Because, yeah. bro, there's like, I'm not thro- trying to throw shade, but there's this gym out in Hendersonville. Mm. And it's like, like I, I've seen ads for it on Instagram and it's like, they go in there and they just beat each other up and they call it fights. Yeah. Like their sparring is fights and they, they fight each other. Uh, and that shit, like it destroys your brain cells first off. Yeah. Secondly, you don't really learn jack shit. No, you don't. Uh, I mean, maybe you get a little bit of- tougher. No, that's not how toughness works, bro. You don't get tougher. When you get whittled it down. Yeah, you don't get tougher when you get cracked more often. Like no shot I ever took made not me tougher. True. Yeah. No shot I ever took made me tougher. Absolutely. Absolutely. Except maybe shots to the body. That's different. But no shot I've taken to the face has made me a uh, a more like complete secure. martial artist yeah <laughs> more secure and uh fucking happy about myself no there's been a couple that were bad and i probably shouldn't have t- taken them because i did too. something dumb but that's how that, that's how it goes that's how it plays out but um yeah no um what am i trying to say I had some kind of a point. You can't take shots like an idiot and just train yeah, like that. You can't. That's not how it yourself. works. Boxing has a thing about that though that they really go to war in the fucking sparring sessions. Yeah. Boxing. I think it's kind of fucked up, but at the same time, like, I don't know. That was like fucking Andre Ward at versus yeah. like who did he fight? long long time ago andre ward was a great boxer i think it was i'm i i think i might actually just be completely wrong i don't know shit about shit um (laughs) but there was this one boxer joe rogan always talks about him i'm pretty sure it's andre ward but if your name is andre ward and you are out there uh and this is not you i don't care um no uh but, like, it, it was a video of him just running, just, a f- because boxers, they do, like, f- 5 to 10 to 15 mile runs uh-huh. and shit. And this dude was just screaming, war, war, that was his shit. Yeah. Like, that was absolutely his shit. Uh, just war. And I don't think he's in the best mental shape now. Long story short, long story short, the IKF, PKBs, they're everywhere. People travel long distances. People travel short distances. It's a great chance for young fighters or even older fighters who still like to fight uh, but can't do it to the full capacity anymore. Like, it's a great incubator for a fighter. Yeah. 
Yeah, and despite them taking every penny they can away from you, oh and, my god, and yeah, every opportunity that they have, the IKF does supply like a good incubator, incubator, and then a step up in competition. You know, you can go from their IKFs into like full contact bouts against someone who is gonna be your same like your same level Ish of skill level, yeah. you know you'll both be a debut or you'll both be one and O, or something like that mm-hmm. like they have divisions so that you won't get thrown directly into the wolves with your first full contact either mm-hmm. you know which is it they have all those stages supposedly you know and that's why the ikf belts that you get in one of those belt divisions aren't a defendable thing because it's just a qualifier. If you can win one here, then you can fight for a defendable belt, like in Florida or mm-hmm. something like that, wherever they do the... Uh, the Nationals. The World, the IKF World, yeah. or whatever it's called. Damn, dude, I, I should have went for a belt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you could have gone a little bit lighter and went for a belt. I don't think there's anybody signed up a little bit lighter with for the belt. I think it's only heavier with the belt. Mm. Uh, with the full rules Muay Thai. But dude, that shit's going to be lit. Like, I heavily suggest doing point kickboxing uh, before you actually fight. Or if you're a kickboxer or whatever. Uh, just do one of those events, try it out, see if you're really about it. Because some people do those and then realize it's not for them. Yeah. Uh, it's a good gauge, and it's a great gauge to see where you're at. And I personally, like, I know I've benefited hugely from those. Like. Yeah, I mean, I only did, like, five of them, but it definitely made a huge difference. Yeah. When it came time for my actual debut. It does, man. Yeah. Because uh, you deal with sometimes it's not perfect. You deal with guys who are bigger than you, better you deal than with you. Guys who are yeah, who have way more matches than you. You know, a lot of like full contact fighters go there to get different looks and spar a little bit before a, an up and coming bout. Like mm-hmm. they use it to kind of get their confidence up. So sometimes you got to deal with somebody who is above your level, who is bigger than you. You know, and you get to have some of those tests and experiences outside of, you know, the sanctioned kickboxing or Muay Thai ring. And? And? And that's good because, you know. And I fight Saturday! (laughs) Is it this Saturday or next Saturday? I'm pretty sure it's next Saturday, right? No, dog, it's this oh, yeah, Saturday. It's Sunday, it's Sunday today. It's yeah, Sunday. Today is Sunday. The day we are recording is Sunday the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be fighting October 29th at Myrtle Beach in the IKF uh, East Coast Classic. The landmark at the Landmark Resort in the IKF Fall Classic of 2022. Long story short, dude, I, I fucking fight Saturday. Yeah. Like, that shit is huge. That is crazy. It's less, I mean, it's a week away. It, bro, I love, like, once it hits a month, dude, that month flies by. Yeah. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. There's been so much shit going on. But, yeah. Are you gonna I'm excited. Fight? No, I'm not fighting in this event. 
Yeah, but are you gonna go? No, no dude, I he's gotta, coaching the I first help. Saturday class yeah. at the new road. I gotta coach the classes at the at the other gym, but yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I wish I could go, but I've made uh, concessions that whenever it is that John Roberts makes his debut, I want to be at that one. Like I'm trying to be at his debut because that's a big moment. I feel like it's gonna be a big moment for uh, John, just to kind of get. And sometimes you gotta make sacrifices. Yeah. I understand. Like, have somebody else run the class. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to take the experience of Deuce or Phil away from anybody, but we got a lot of motherfuckers now. Dude, we do. We do, though. Like, Saturday, I was thinking about it. It's going to be a hard one. Not really. I don't think, actually. But it literally, me and Deuce both fight that night. Mm -hmm. And I know that's always stressful. I mean, it's just Phil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Mike's coming down, too. I would hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But, dude, when I have Phil and Deuce in my corner, like... It's crazy. I feel great. Yeah. I feel good. I feel you, bro. I feel really I good. Feel and I had them to some capacity in my corner for every fight. Mm-hmm. Except, the, like, the second one. Yeah. Because Phil was warming up Deuce in the back, getting him ready to go out. And, uh... Bro. They were watching it, but then they saw me eat that horrendous shot in the first round <laughs> and decided, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't watch this one before your fight. You know, just yeah. in case I got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, I turned around and beat the shit out of the kid for the other two rounds. Um, <laughs> and I never once touched the floor whilst he hit the canvas several times. But, yeah. Bro, I love watching Good left you hand, fight. Homie. Good left hand. Uh, Malik. <laughs> Malik, my my boy Malik. Uh, dude, you've had a crazy fucking journey as a fighter. Like I, like bro, I love watching your fights. And then, dude, your level, your level is crazy. You were so like you yeah. were, you put in some fucking work, bro. And you are where you are for a reason. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's awesome to see. It makes me really happy to Thank see. You. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. It's been a pretty wild journey but like it's gonna get even crazier yeah. bro that's the craziest part i'm just grateful <laughs> i'm just grateful for all the opportunities i've been given you know it's taken me a real uh, a minute to realize that like what you said there's a reason to the there's a reason i've been given these op opportunities you know absolutely bro thank you yeah for sure man like i don't know dude it's really interesting you're I love that shit. I absolutely love that shit. What's been your experience? Like, what's your biggest lesson from, like, fighting, period? Like, because you're fucking, what, like, two years deep, 4-0. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm a little over two years deep, even. Not, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the main experience that I've gotten from it is, like, the more you can take away from everybody around you. Like two and a half. I don't know. You know like, what do you mean? Like like two and a half. I was just, I can't, uh, I cannot count. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you're right. But yeah, no, I mean, the more you can like, ah, 
don't know, bro. Um, learn. <laughs> the more like you can listen and learn from the people around you, the more opportunities you'll find in life to like use that knowledge. It's been what has happened with me, like, cause it's taught me lessons about like being stronger and that you can like surpass your like thresholds of pain and shit like that but bigger than that i feel like is that everybody out there has something they can offer you in knowledge and if you're not willing to listen to somebody maybe because you disagree with some of their opinions or you don't like some of their antics or they're just a crazy motherfucker like johnny buck then uh you're gonna lose out on a lot of knowledge yeah everybody has something they can offer you in knowledge and the more knowledge you take in the more you're going to see opportunities in life basically bro those are lame ass high fives god damn it there we, we go much better above the we gotta at least at least bro we gotta at least hear it yeah. um but man that shit this shit is incredible that is absolutely true um whether it's just fucking like just forcing yourself to write, forcing yourself to read, like nothing I do now is something I w I feel like I would have learned by myself. Yeah. Uh, because I I didn't learn how to do journaling by myself. I didn't learn how to just like especially after high school, making yourself read every day yeah. and just being intentional about your words and like the way you live your life, like. All those things sound like something you would get, like, at school or something. But it's really not. Like, I learned that through the gym. Like, to be very intentional with your words and the way you use them. Like, because that shit matters. Like, talking shit about yourself is not a good habit. It's not, like, funny. You know, it's all shit like that that I've learned from the gym. But, yeah. A lot of crazy shit, bro. Like... I wouldn't drink as much water as I do. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> water, dude. Like, literally, one of the first things you learn in the gym is you don't drink enough water. Yeah. Uh -huh. sure. Nobody does. Nobody does that thinks they do. Yeah. And, dude, literally, I wouldn't have realized the importance of fucking yoga. I used to think yoga was some stupid stuff. And I never would have thought about it. But then my last semester at school because like when I was going to get my associate's degree I was supposed to graduate last December like December 2021 mm -hmm. and I I was one credit hour short mm -hmm. you know this like it's some bullshit <laughs> but dude I literally I took that as a huge opportunity I, I took yoga and I was excited about it learn some shit from there but i would have never picked up on anything if yeah. i never learned how to just open my ears because school teaches you i don't know my experience from school i'm straight a stupid so <laughs> I, I lack a lot of common sense um, i don't got none of that absolutely um, i was legitimately a straight a student before i dropped out of high school it's straight a stupid Honor bro rolls. and yeah they don't teach you shit about life. Mm -mm. That's for sure. It's you were thrown into it. 
Yeah, they have like a per personal financing and they lease it and it's like an extra thing. It's not a thing that's required. It's, you don't need to know how to finance. It's there, but it's kind of aggravating that you're you're like in college and you're, they're still not teaching you much. Yeah, yeah. Any like real life living situations. It's yeah, aggravating. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. Uh, I learned about yoga and yoga's heavenly fucking just benefits which i don't do enough yoga as it is right yeah. now but it's good to stretch your body out even if you're not doing like yoga you can do it in other ways it's it's great to stretch your body out and then i i guess a big part of yoga is the mindfulness as well uh to a lot of people like yoga for me is just like let's stretch the muscles out because they hurt and then <laughs> breathe because breathing is nice but beyond that, like I, it's not meditative to me because usually by the time I'm stretching out and doing yoga, I'm in some kind of pain and that's why I'm doing it, <laughs> not, yeah, which is why I'm not using it right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Bro, you got to go to yoga. I mean, we can do like five bucks a class at this community yoga place in fucking uh, Woodfin. This community yoga place in Woodfin sounds like it would smell bad. It doesn't. It's actually pretty clean. Okay. They clean okay. their shit. Okay. I, I guess that was judgmental. Uh, it, it's community. It's donation-based. Uh, but they're like... F at least bring $5. Right. If you can't bring anything else... Like, they suggest like a $15 donation. Mm -hmm. But I am a fucking 21-year-old dude. Uh -huh. Fifteen dollars is a lot of money nowadays. Yes, sir. Fifteen dollars is a big. It's it's a it's an investment. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like fifteen percent of a whole shopping trip. So, something <laughs> like that, bro. I spent. Yeah, dude. That's a lot. Groceries are expensive, bro. Uh, no, no, no. Fuck the recession. No. Uh. Yeah, dude. It's five bucks. Like, yeah. like just. We could do it like twice a week or something. Just find a hole in both of our windows. Maybe we will find one. Maybe we won't. But I would love to try. Like that shit. I went there once with my brother. Mm -hmm. And it was lit. It was absolutely lit. Uh, it wasn't like I think I had like a great yoga teacher for my, great, my first yoga class uh, at school. Because... Like, same, same, but different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, at school, when I started doing yoga, dude, I got really into that shit. My body never felt bad, ever. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was doing, like, jujitsu and Muay Thai the same day, every day, at least three days a week. You were going crazy. But when I first went back to Rogue, bro, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you were going crazy. You could see, like, you looked different at that. Yeah, you were going crazy at that point Bro, is that like up coming up to a fight or anything no i don't think so even nah that was literally just me getting back into everything yeah. after my head injury that was exactly like i got back from my head injury and i was like i need to learn to do shit smarter mm -hmm. and i googled and like some mma guys online they were like you got to do both every day the same day and i was like i did that 
beforehand I was like way overwhelmed uh -huh. but with yoga involved and me just figuring out my schedule and planning shit out like nothing I do is been natural for me whether yeah. it's just anything breathing drinking water eating food uh going to work like those are all learned behaviors mm -hmm. uh and it's incredible bro yeah it is it's crazy learned a lot of real life skills through martial arts and the people like around martial arts for me like because you have to know how to budget if you want to be a part of a gym realistically like if you have zero knowledge of a budget then you're not going to be able to afford training at any facility so yeah i mean that's one part of it but yeah just the people in particular around me have helped me a lot outside the gym to better my life and to like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I saw immediately when you got into it, like, first off, like, you changed, like, mm. when you started going to classes, period. Yeah, again. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a big yeah. shift. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> so, for, I, I, I know you guys might not be able to hear her, but Isaac's girlfriend, Megan's over here, too. Um, and she's like, I'm so proud of him. He's so proud of him. <laughs> Bro, we're killing it. Uh, all I'm trying to say is it's a crazy fucking journey. You have to make sure you listen to people. You learn. That's how you learn, bro. You got to shut up. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you got to shut the fuck up and listen to what they're trying to tell you. Sometimes you got to, like, have them make fun of the dumb shit that you're doing for you to realize that it's dumb and actually start changing. You know, like, some of the lessons that you learn in martial arts might be tougher but they're gonna better your life as a whole you know and that's what it's been for me is just discipline right? discipline oh. was not a thing before i was doing martial arts at all and it's still not even my greatest thing i just do what you you're know, told <laughs> at this point i'm doing what has to get done and before i would procrastinate and you know, tell myself reasons why I didn't need to do this or this other thing was better. But now it's like there's a real focus in my life because of martial arts and like I'm doing what needs to happen. I'm doing what needs to get done. And then I'm absorbing as much knowledge as I can along the way. Because I know that like it's just going to be up from here. It's just going to get crazier. You know? So. Yeah, dude, we're... We're fucking 21 years old. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm 21 and living like my absolute dream job right now. It's fucking awesome, it's man. It's crazy. Like, I, I'm so... Like, one thing I've reflected on a lot about my life, uh, because I've talked about it in, like, maybe a, a previous podcast, Jag Off Hour number three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, at least, I don't know. Uh, but I know I talked about it in one of my previous podcasts. Uh, I had a gnarly head injury last a fucking minute. It feels like a whole life ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it was after the fight, so it had to be more than a year at this point. I know exactly when like, it was, yeah. Yeah, like a, it's a little bit under a year. 
is a little bit under. Because you had just got back from the fights. We were getting ready for Phil to fight Sam Marler, I think. We didn't even know yet. I, I think Maybe. We, we were getting ready for Phil to fight Sam Marler. The fight for it. And produced to fight uh, for his second title in a week. Like, that was that week where Deuce had two title fights in two weeks. You remember that? When Phil was fighting for the belt, and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it went like uh, With Sam Marler, that was like back in yeah, October. Yeah, that's right, that's right. It I was know. at the end of October. Yeah. And then right. my head injury was November 13th, and then the first time like any of our guys from the gym saw me again wasn't until their first fight around. Uh, like when Deuce's first fight, his first title fight, and then the second yeah. title fight. Taka, Takahide and Deuce Almighty was the it was title fight for BMT, BMK promotions. That was such and a ghetto promotion, bro. Such a ghetto promotion. But I wish I would have fought doing, there, yeah. He, the guy's doing good shit for his community, at least. Oh, absolutely. Like, but very ghetto promotion. I enjoyed my fight in the very ghetto promotion. Oh, dude, it looks so cool. I almost <laughs> got a second fight in the same ghetto promotion, but that was like because the partner who fought the dude that I just beat up had not showed up for the weigh-in until like 20 minutes late. Oh, that's crazy. So I was about to just beat the dude up again, and he was doing full rules Muay Thai, so I was like, yeah, this is going to be cake. Yeah. I beat you up without being able to throw one of my main weapons. And <laughs> now you're going to If you get in here with me <laughs> like that, it's over, bro. Bro, oh, I love clinch. Like, clinch is money, especially in fighting. Uh, like, Muay Thai. Muay Thai is... I don't know, dude. I'm not. I'm not super experienced in like fucking taekwondo or black magic or karate. <laughs> Any of that shit, bro. Uh, uh, no, nah, dude. I. I'm like I went. I did wrestling in high school, in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. and then I did boxing for my senior project, and then I did Muay Thai. So I'm not like well versed or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but dude, I think Muay Thai is superior. I think it's I've thought, the like, best. I, I thought that way before, like um, at least for striking, way before I had got into martial arts, I thought Muay Thai was like the most complete, unless unless you could go to left way or something like that, where you can headbutt somebody. Like but, that one motherfucker. What's his name? Dave Ludwig. Yeah, is the that... one famous guy who fights Ludwig. Yes. Yeah, that's why you know that you don't need to be doing that sport. <laughs> 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 Hella headbutts. Nobody fucking cares, and you're going to get headbutted right in your nose. A lot. It doesn't sound like it's going to be extra fun. I'm okay. Uh, Just getting punched and elbowed. You know, I don't need a headbutt. That's still a lot. (laughs) Or kneed or kicked, possibly. Yeah. There's a lot there to be had. You don't have to literally bash your head against me. Um, But yeah, no, uh... Muay Thai is a great striking art, you know, and I think there's a big wrestling influence on our clinch as well. Like, just with Johnny around as a teacher, like, the stand-up and sweeps of Johnny is like, maybe that's illegal in a Muay Thai match. Oh, absolutely. You can probably still get away with it. Dump him, you know. Some of the wrestling influence that he has goes exactly against what Muay Thai teaches, but 
that shit works. It so does, if man. You, if like, you're not using it, then you're losing. You know how Johnny has that like uh, stance where he like steps in like wrestling. He, he'll stay in his regular stance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really different, but it's a great control point. And I've been yeah. using it a lot lately. You would think that you'd be able to get swept over that easily, but then it doesn't really work. You have to work for it. You have to like. I think the biggest issue with that stance is getting need. Yeah. Uh, but Johnny comes from like that wrestling into MMA background, so he's good at catching and sweeping, or catching and taking down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and just I catch and like dump you sometimes. Yeah. Catch the knee and just kind of dump you on your. Bro, back. he's caught my fucking low kick and dunk me. Yeah. Like that. Everything <laughs> caught mine and like fucking flipped me onto the concrete one time. You know where the cage meets the mat. Yeah. The location. Yeah. So I hit that and then like slid down the cage, cause he fucking uh, I threw a low kick at him. He just grabbed it. You know, because he'll just, like, eat the low kick, and then he'll slide up his leg a little bit. He'll just grab it, then fucking kick the fuck out of my other leg that I was based on, and, like, pushed me into the fence, basically. Um, but, yeah. No, it wasn't great. It's definitely, fun, man. It's definitely fun. But you'll get beat up. You have to get beat up in order to, like, be good at something. You have to suck ass. For a while. For a long while. Yeah, you kind of have to eat shit to get good at anything, but in fighting in particular, you really, you literally have to get your ass beat in order to understand certain lessons. You know. Yeah, dude. I, I. Which is why I also firmly state that everybody should do one full contact fight in their life, whether it's boxing or kickboxing or muay thai or mma i don't care do like one full contact fight and then everybody will have learned a lesson and everybody will have learned their own individual lesson that they needed to learn and yeah it's taught me a lot of shit it's taught me like and every fight teaches you something different mm -hmm. you know out of your three fights, I'm sure all of them taught you a different lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, ah, dude, I love fights. I love fighting. I absolutely love fighting. I love training. I love Muay Thai. Uh, I love the journey. I love the lessons. I love it. Bro, somehow, someway, I became El <laughs> Like, I'm the fucking Jag, bro. And yeah. some somehow, somewhere, that happened. Uh, I know exactly how it happened. He came, back, <laughs> he came back from his significant head injury and was like, fuck that, I'm the Jag. Yeah, dude, fuck that. No, uh, yeah, dude. I'm a different guy now. Before my last fight, I when I beat up that one dude uh, at Claude Felter's uh, in the back of the trophy because, like, uh, when I when I started working for Rogue, uh, my thing was when I called people, I'd be like, or when I introduced myself for one of the easiest things to do, period, that's, I, 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 I did it so many times with the rogue call. So it's mm. why I refer to that, but I did it a lot of times. I'm, I'm like, 
my name's Justin, but you can call me the J Meister, the Jaguar, um, and I just go you off. You did fucking J Wiener on the phone a couple of times. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Bro, Bro. <laughs> that was not a business move. Like, like you pick up the phone for a gym. It's like, hey, this is J Wiener over here at Rogue Combat. <laughs> no, I never did that one. Can I talk to J Wiener, please? <laughs> Like, come on, bro. That's that's not very good. I would call somebody back if they were like, yo, this is Jay Wiener. No. Uh, yeah, I bet. I, I bet. <laughs> uh, long story short, I remember I introduced myself to Zach for the first time. He was like, mm. uh, it was his first class or something. And he introduced himself to jujitsu. And then I was like, and I'm the Jaguar. Uh, that's where it came from. Oh, okay. And then when I came back from the head injury, there were so many new people. I was like, fuck it, I'm the Jag. Okay. <laughs> it caught on, bro. Usually you don't get to pick your own nickname, but it it happened that time. I'm telling you, bro, it's my spirit animal. It's some legendary-ass shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, though, it was great having you in, bro. I appreciate you for swinging yeah. through. I really got to pee. I've drank a lot of water. Uh, my water bottle's empty. Okay. Uh, that's a big water bottle, but I hope this is like a great start to your week. And yeah, man, thank you, no thank problem. you, thank you. No it was a fist bump, by the way. Jag out.